is it troublesome that the intro video has a woman screaming at the end of it? I, I thought it was more like just a little like a, scratch or something. I guess off. it could be that. It, it, I get horror screamy vibes out of it. Mm, maybe. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to uh, Tuesday Night Random Phantom. It's the uh, show where anything goes. Right. Including Hank, because he's gone. He's stuck adulting <laughs> again. Yeah, that poor guy doesn't get a break uh, during the week very often, so... Uh, that's okay we wish him well and we will carry on without him knowing that uh he'll be back yeah another time who knows we might hear from him in the comments tonight you never, never know uh this is uh tuesday night random fandom it is the show where uh we just kind of kick back and we relax we hang out with you guys talk about some of the uh headlines that may or may not have caught your attention during the week stuff that we might have noticed uh it is a call-in show as uh you can see right right there that is the whatsapp logo if you head on over to our youtube channel in the banner you will see the custom whatsapp link uh, if you're watching on facebook head over to the facebook page it's there as well call us up tell us what caught your attention this week we'd love to hear from you as always uh the comments the live chat is open please uh questions comments uh criticisms uh only if they're uh, only if they're directed at this guy yeah. you can throw them up in there if you want to we may or may not read them <laughs> before we talk any uh any business tonight uh as we do with our star wars stuff there will be no bad star wars jokes however we do have might be a random piece of trivia. trivia let's see what we got going on all right i got one for you yeah hit me with it who was born in 1915 and released over 1,400 singles, most of which ended up in the U.S. charts. Sorry, hit me with that. That what was the date? Was what born? Born in 1915, and he released over wow. 1,400 singles, most of which ended up in the U.S. charts. Man, who's that? Who was born then? And then uh, Presley, Elvis, Elvis Presley? No, not no. Elvis. I, I don't think Elvis is that old. No, no, I don't believe so. Born in 1914. How many singles you said? 15. Oh, Four, 15. 15, 1915 and 1400 singles. 1,400 singles. Yeah. Most of which charted. Most of which did. Uh, Chuck Berry? No. I'm, I'm at a loss. <laughs> well, he did it his way. It was Frank Sinatra. Oh, no way. No way, Sinatra. Yep. I never would have got that. <laughs> I didn't think he had that many singles. I like Sinatra. Um, and I, I granted I am not like uber duber familiar with his work, but I do. I do like Sinatra. So no surprise when you read that. I mean, I, the yes, surprise because one, that's a cool fact. Yeah. Um, two, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say let's check in with the chat. But, but there is no none. comments yet. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the crazy thing when you do this stuff live and you just, you never know who's going to show up, when they're going to show up, how they're going to show up. And like, it's like, all random. We didn't really market this week, though, did we? Well, we, we put out the notice. And... Ah, that's true. I mean, the usual stuff that we do. My, I've been feeling it this week. I've been feeling a uh, little dream. Uh, yeah, a little bit. La uh, last week. Uh, last week's Star Wars had me up, to, like literally up to my eyeballs, like to the point where I just could not. You know, I like to brush up. I like to rewatch the episodes. You know, like I'd like to do a pass through before I uh, I come to the table to to talk about it. Yeah, where I just get to sit back and and refresh. I couldn't even do that. It was a, it was a heavy. It was episode. so 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 heavy. A lot of stuff packed into it. Comment coming in from uh, I think you know this person. I might. I think you know this person. Ray Dawes says, hi, guys. Hello. Hello. And I know this is a shared account, so I'm saying hello to both, both of you. Of you. <laughs> so thank you for watching. Yeah, it's been a heavy week. And it has. How's it been for you? Eh. Well, my episode was, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it felt short, but it was like super fast paced but it, and yet it wasn't a short no. episode per se it was just, and it wasn't really geared to be a fast paced episode either no no it really wasn't and of course tomorrow we're right back into that uh, production schedule if you haven't been watching <laughs> shameless plug 
we are covering uh, both Star Wars The Bad Batch and Star Wars The Mandalorian. I mean, it's the in The Mandalorian is kind of the it is the show that we've really built the 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 podcast. Our show has yeah. uh, been built around that. So for sure, we are we are going hard on that one. Um, but that whole production schedule starts again tomorrow morning um, because we are in the Eastern time zone and the shows don't come out until 3 a.m. Which I'm not getting up for. <laughs> I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. To I love The uh, Mandalorian, but I ain't getting up that early. I thought about it once, uh, you know, for the season premiere of The Mandalorian, and I was really excited for that. And I'm like, am I that excited? Is this, this is like, if we lived on the West Coast, right? And, and could you like, the midnight launch i yeah. would have but like uh 3 a.m like i'm not 19 years old anymore like 3 a.m that's coming home from the bar like when i was in my 20s just stay away from the I, internet yeah, you'll be fine <laughs> no spoilers well listen i'm gonna kick this off we're already on star wars Let's go for uh, it. so let me just let me just keep that one roll and this is just a quick one um uh fans of star wars animated star wars uh properties particularly uh rebels you may be familiar, and this is a Mandalorian tie-in, by the way. You might be familiar with the character of uh, Fen Rao. Fen Rao, of course, played by uh, actor uh, Kevin McKidd. Kevin McKidd played uh, Lucius Varinus on the uh, Rome miniseries. I don't know if you... Did you see Rome? I never got around to it. Uh, I can loan it to you. It's it's pretty cool. Um, if you liked uh, Spartacus, you probably will like Rome. I like Gladiator. It might be a little less gory. Um, but it's it's still you know this very adult and it's uh um uh, ray stevens uh co-stars in that okay anyway kevin mckidd voice of uh, fen rao may be following uh in the uh, katie sackoff uh um uh shoes by yeah uh, coming back to star wars in live action so yeah uh, this is the character uh, fen rao and uh, kevin mckidd who plays that character there is a marked uh, uh, resemblance there. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. Enough that uh, crossover seems, you know, possible. How are they going to bring this character in? I don't know. I mean, again, this is uh, this falls into uh, you know characters who are in the wind at the end of uh, Star Wars Rebels that we we don't really know the fate of them. They they aren't deceased by the time we get there. So, so could he show up in the Mandalorian or is he going to wait till the Ahsoka show? Is it going to be a throwback? Is it going to be, I mean, a flashback knows? or something? Who knows? Now, personally, I'm a big fan of, of, of Kevin McKidd. So, uh, if we have a chance to keep him around for any amount of time, then I am definitely all for it. So yeah, uh, Kevin McKidd rumored to be making the leap to live action star Wars. So there nice. you go kick that one off and i i know in the chats though hank brought up a good point how, yeah uh, yeah this kind of might be a little jab at uh was ashley x to ashley ashley Eckstein, who who played ahsoka in her younger years uh all throughout but, uh, the clone wars and star wars rebels yeah uh i should just l let me just be clear is the voice of ahsoka tano in yes. every iteration that is animated yeah uh, and even I, they, they tapped her for the voice at the end of rise of Skywalker too. That's right. Yeah. She did get the voice cameo there, but you know, Rosario Dawson's now locked in for a so Rosario Dawson, I guess had been campaigning though for the role and good for her for getting it. Now, yeah. And and Hank had said, you know, like, does that sting on some level for Ashley? Maybe, but if it does, and I'm not saying it doesn't. Uh, she's been very tactful and very quiet about that. Well, you don't want to upset the mouse. I mean, there's. Uh, I don't think that Ashley is done with that character, and I think there's room. Totally. I think there is room for both of them. I mean, we talked about um, in one of our previous uh, review episodes, voice actor who's done uh, Luke Skywalker, and I mean, in just sheer number of projects, this particular. I can't remember the actor's name. This guy's played like Luke Skywalker like 14 times. And I and I made an off-the-cuff remark that he's, you know, he's more Luke Skywalker than than Mark Hamill in some regards. Just the sheer number of times that he's played the character. And you know what? That there's some truth to that. Yeah. So is there room for uh more than one actor to um no, you for know, sure? Especially for the general uh uh go uh, uh entertainment going audience with the yeah. MCU and now the multiverse. Uh, and the comic people have known this for a bajillion years that yeah. you you can have multiple versions of the same character that 
you know, uh, in, in essence, man. well, sure. But in essence are all the same yep. character, even if they have a different characterization or whatever you're, or whatever. yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Nice. Um, where do you want to go next? Um, this is like breaking news. Oh, this is breaking, breaking, news. breaking news. Oh, sure. Uh, sure. And, and it's not exactly, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't call it pop culture. It's like a crossover between politics and <laughs> porn, but, uh, it, that's not pop culture. <laughs> it gets I right in there. I suppose it is. Yeah. It's almost so, uh, apparently Donald Trump is on edge right now and he is hundred percent sure that they're coming to get him but they're not going to get him on the insurrection or the classified documents or anything. Okay. okay. They're going to get him on paying hush money out of the taxes to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Oh, so wait, wait, you're telling me that they've, they've tracked the funds back to being public tax, funds? public tax money to shut her up before the election. Oh my. Yeah. So, uh, I shouldn't laugh at this. But no. I, I am. I'm laughing on the inside. But uh, yeah, like they're not getting him on the other stuff. They're going to get him through the door. Of all this. the things that he has been accused of, and that's what they're going to get him on. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, what did, what did Hank say? They got, yeah, uh, they, they got Al Capone, Al Capone on tax, on tax evasion. evasion, right? So, so whatever gets him into the courts. Follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, right? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if she'll have any comment on that. Oh, she'll probably be called to the witness stand. I'm sure. That, but, wow. They're going to get him on uh, hush money. <laughs> and you know, the funny, the guy's got, you know, a standing president who never took a salary because he didn't need to. He didn't well, take he a salary. He claimed he didn't need to. Why didn't he just pay her out of his own pocket? Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Because his companies were flailing. Uh, well, again? <laughs> again? Which one? Who knows? Uh, we got another one here in the legal battles, though. I find this one kind of funny. Oh, okay. Uh, a man is suing Buffalo Wild Wings because he didn't realize that their boneless wings aren't actually chicken wings. Oh, wow. You just pulled that. For, that's our local news, by the way. This is our local news. Yeah. The checks uh, news here. <laughs> well, this is a glo global affiliate. So, I mean, if you're watching in Canada, then I mean, global news. Yeah. Unspecified damages in adjunctive relief restitution. <laughs> declaratory relief and all other remedies the court deems appropriate because <laughs> the boneless chicken wings, chicken wings aren't actually wings i mean um whenever i go to a wing house i always opt for the boneless because you get more meat but you know the first time i ordered and i think i maybe a handful of times in my life like two or three have i ordered the boneless chicken wings but like i don't know I always think of them on the menu, like, and most restaurants, I think kind of, they don't, they put them in the wing section, but like, do they actually call them wings? Like chicken bites, Sometimes. chicken nuggets, chicken you know, some strips, it, chicken like, tenders. And they do like bone in or boneless. Yeah, bone in, boneless. But, like, I it's guess It's a so. chicken chunk. So, you know. Yeah. But the best part of it is uh, the Twitter response from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, the, the company has responded. They have. Okay. In a fairly snarky method. All right. Well, let's take a look at that. Uh, they tweeted on March 13th. <laughs> it's true. Our boneless wings are all white meat chicken. Our hamburgers contain no ham. And our <laughs> buffalo wings are 0% buffalo. <laughs> so that's got 564,000 impressions. And at the time that you grabbed that, yeah. had a, over a thousand retweets. That's funny. That's hilarious. Not bad for a wing house. That's great. <laughs> buffalo. There's no buffalo in our wings. No. None at all. Not. I hope not. <laughs> there might be some BS in that lawsuit, though. Maybe. <laughs> what, like, how damaged could you be to find out that it wasn't a wing? I mean, it, the other... It's still a chicken product. What was the other restaurant thing we were talking about earlier today? Oh, Another... the Tim Hortons one. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody who lives in Canada and, I guess, the northern United States where yeah. Timmy's are, are prevalent, there's a, a new lawsuit against Tim Hortons. I guess it's been in the works for something like 10 months, but it's yeah. finally coming to the court system. Okay. Uh, an elderly woman got a tea, scalding hot tea, through the drive-thru and left the place and then proceeded to pick the cup up. And it was warm enough that it collapsed. A little softer on the sides, maybe. Yeah. And spilled all over her, burning her. And she's suing now because she wants better cups. But in her own admission, she's like, 
I'm the one that spilled it on me. And their position is like, look, there's fine print all over the cups. You know, it's right. hot. Right. And so when we delivered it to you, you were safe. Didn't, didn't we go through this once already with the McDonald's I thing? I think we did. And I know the McDonald's case was kind of a, a I guess it, in legal terms, would that be considered a landmark case? Maybe, you know, I'm where pretty sure that, he did it in store though. The McDonald's guy. I know that at the time, whoever it was that they did win their case and, yeah. or, or they got a settlement from their case, which could set, but that sparked here, that sparked part of this whole, like now every packaging, fast food packaging has every freaking label warning. Yeah. You could, it's hot. Don't do it. All the, the fast food places kind of like took a, a note from that and went, Oh, okay. We better not do that. Yeah. You know, including Tim Hortons. Cause really that's their main thing right selling uh, hot liquid uh hot beverages and baked goods yep wow um i don't know how you're gonna get through that one food lawsuits and that's like at a terrible time for tim hortons right because it's right on the heels of uh, uh roll up the rim yeah the roll oh, up the yeah. rim thing another thing that's uh you, you couldn't have messed up any worse no <laughs> apparently you're only supposed to have one ten thousand dollar jackpot a day but it glitched out and gave out a whole bunch so instead of honoring oh, that, boy. they sent out a bunch of letters saying, sorry, you didn't win, but here's a $50 gift card. Please be happy. I don't know what's worse. That or the, you know, we're, we're taking stacks of roll-up cups out the back door, right? Like, yeah. I know people were, uh, I said this earlier today. I mean, could we go back to the actual physical roll-up cup? Would people yeah. be opposed to that? And you had countered that with, well, somebody had pointed out like, Oh, you're chewing the label up. Yeah, people like literally biting the rim and then handing that over to a, a counter worker. Yeah. There's legitimate concerns in that. For sure. In this state. I mean, but what is there a is there a middle ground? I don't know. Well, of course there's a middle ground. You look at uh, McDonald's with their monopoly, right? How about how about the um, you know, McDonald's and their their rewards program, their exactly. coffee club? Peel the card, it's right on the cup. Yeah, so what same if, what if monopoly the, pieces you roll that you take you peel that off what if we did that could we have a peel off thing on the tim hortons cups i don't see why not i don't I mean know. i get it would add an extra production cost and doing it digitally would make well, it cheaper in the long run but yeah i mean there's there's got to be uh what's good for the company and what's good for the consumer because yeah. you know without the consumer there's no, no company. company so yeah i totally i totally buy into that Guys, if you're just joining us now, it's uh, just me and Andy tonight. Uh, here we are, Tuesday Night Random Fandom, where we're just kind of hanging out and talking about what, uh, what's what gone on the last week or so and entertainment and, and other newsworthy news. And uh, we're hoping to hear from you guys. Have you guys got anything that uh, you heard about over the last uh, seven to ten days? I don't care how long. I could care less if it was this entire year. You got something you want to talk about? Call hit, us up. Us, hit us up in the comments. Hit the WhatsApp link and uh, give us a call. Let us know what uh, what's on your mind. We want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. So my friend Steve, he actually tipped me off to one thing. Oh, sure. Uh, apparently Warner Brothers has like reached. Steve, 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 Steve. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Uh, he's. Uh, happy birthday, Steve. Yeah. I know it's belated, but. A happy. little bit, but close enough. Um, apparently Warner Brothers has struck a deal now to make movies based on Middle Earth. Oh, oh, and, and okay, third, okay. And to further expand the Lord of the Rings franchise. Is this going to impact the Amazon, the stuff that's going on at I Amazon? No. Okay. But apparently New Line Cinema is on board. Okay. But we can't expect to see anything anytime soon. So we're like a couple years off, but. I did hear something ancillary to that, that Peter Jackson has been approached to come back. Hmm. Um, whether there's any truth to that, I, I don't It'd be know. be good to bring him back. Just to keep the same kind of flavor certainly, to the whole thing. he was passionate about it. I know there was some some issues with the with the Hobbit films, particularly how much material was in the Hobbit. How do you turn that into a trilogy, and then getting forced to shoehorn in extra a love story that wasn't ever there? I know the last movie gets kind of like derided for being basically an hour a two hour battle that tries to reconcile everything. Yep. That not necessarily doesn't necessarily do that very well no but i still was entertained by them yeah it was a good movie yeah but we'll see maybe we'll see uh the post middle earth or post frodo middle earth is that what they're gonna do though are they gonna it's a go possibility so post post lord of the rings stories 
or they could wow. go back and do like pre. So I'm not, I'm not a lot super untouched. versed. Yeah. I'm not super versed in the, uh, uh, in the Tolkien lore. I know there's a ton of like, uh, uh, sort of, I guess essays and yeah. sort of the, the world building stuff that he did outside of those books. Were there actual novels after Lord of the Rings? I don't think so, but there was like the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion, which Amazon did not have rights to. No, so they're, they're, pardon the pun, given the last story, but they're winging it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what you'd say. They're winging it, I guess. But not buffalo wings. No, they're not buffalo winging it. <laughs> no buffalo in it. <laughs> Although some people would say that the the rings of power is kind of boneless. <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> Man, this joke just keeps going. <laughs> I didn't even intend for that to happen. Oops. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm. I'm. Some people are calling. You know, why not just do a Tom Bombadil film? So. <laughs> I've said, maybe said, I don't know if I've said this uh, in front of an audience before, but I have tried, I have tried to read the Lord of the Rings no less than three times. And every time I do, I just, I've, I get to the, we're 200 pages in and we're still in the Shire. And who is this Tom Bombadil guy that's singing and dancing? Like, <laughs> you know, I saw the films and then I'm like, I should read this book. And I'm like, no, I can't. It's a slog. The first one, it does bog down really hard during the whole council of what do we do with it? I, but you know, different people have said, no, no, no. Like you could probably just skip to the prancing pony and start there. Mm. And I'm like, but that's not how you read a book. No, you got to start page one. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Interesting. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, Lord of the Rings potentially coming back to theaters. New Lord of the Rings, I should say. Yeah, I'd be for it. Uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. So also this weekend was the uh, Toronto Comic-Con. <sighs> did not go. No, me neither. I did not go. And there were, there were, um, I saw some photos from, uh, from a panel that I wished I was able to sit on the, uh, large portion of the cast from the boys, uh, was there over the weekend and it looked like a pretty cool panel. Hmm. Yeah. That's not all who was there though. No, hit I, me I know, with it. I know we're not a Star Wars show, oh, but, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, somebody special stopped by the 501st booth. Hit me with it. Uh, Emily Swallow, the armorer herself. Uh, it, it, hiding where? where uh, uh, she's right above Boba Fett in the middle there. Right above Boba in Riding the middle. On the oh, there she is. She stopped by to uh, check out like all their, you know. Sure, sure. Setups. And now, the question is, where's Paul? Good question. Right. I mean, you know, after after that casting announcement came out. Sorry, not to take away from from uh, Emily because uh, she's awesome. But in hindsight, you know how many times I've been to the convention and I've walked and I've I've had a conversation with Paul, not knowing that he was an actor, <laughs> just that he was some dude in a rebel pilot uniform. I'm like, oh, cool, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah, I guess she took time out to ride the speeder and uh, they had a, a blast away, a 501st guard. And... Oh, but that's, yeah, so they, that's, um, they do that almost every show they go to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty cool, though. Shoot a trooper. Or mm -hmm. ner nerf blaster a trooper. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool that she would stop by there. Well, she looks like she's having a good time. And technically, you know, if you don't know her face outside of the show. That's true. Unless you go to a supernatural convention, then they're all over her. Well, and I'm not a supernatural fan, so I, I would never, I never would have picked up on that. I am, <laughs> but it's over now. Except the Winchesters, I guess that's still going. Winchesters spinoff, right? Yeah, uh, it's a parent, cool. parent, parents. Yeah, the they're, it's they're the story parents. of how they got together and sure, you know, sure, sure. eventually marry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once they have kids, it's all over for them. Interesting. <laughs> wow, I guess so. Yeah. Didn't uh, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, play one of the? the yeah, he the came parents? back to play the, the father. father. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was aware of that, but I, again, I've never watched a full episode, so I, I wouldn't know. It's worth a watch if you like that stuff. Um, Shazam: Fury of the Gods, uh, number one movie at the box office this past weekend, not uh, performing the way DC and Warner would have liked it to. No. That being said, is it their fault? Um, what the studio's fault? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> of course, it's the studio's <laughs> fault. <laughs> they don't know how to rein their actors in check. 
Uh, well, that, we can talk about that too. Uh, saw the first Shazam, loved it, but I, um, no surprise, I'm a huge Zach Levi fan. I think Chuck was one of the 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 best, freshest original shows at the time that it came out to take an absolute nobody and, and essentially turn him into a secret agent. It was so good. And Zach Levi in that role, um, man, he nailed it. He, yeah. 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 So coming over to Shazam, I feel like a lot of his antics and that, that, uh, portrayal of Chuck really played into how he plays, uh, Shazam captain Marvel. I should say. Mm-hmm. So, Fast forward now, it's uh, what 2023. So, uh, first Shazam was what 2019, I think. Yeah, it was before the pandemic, and it's good. It, I, I don't know if it deserves a super ton of criticism. There's some interesting choices, especially uh, at the end with uh, the mid credit scene. That's kind of a, a head scratcher, like, uh, yeah. what? what's going on there? But otherwise, uh, well, they were still they were ready to tie everything together, they right were on their way, but. Right. And so my understanding is the mid credit scene is a recycling of, of ideas, um, but it's a character swap hmm. and it just sends the wrong message when you're trying to reboot an entire, an entire franchise for the screen. And you're trying to actively distance uh, the, the existing franchise from what came before don't keep pulling from it. Why are you trying to connect the old to the new so hard when that's kind of what I thought the flash was for? Yeah. Interesting stuff. Anyway, um, good movie. Do go see it. Um, Asher angel, uh, still okay. Does not get, he doesn't get to be, uh, the, the lighthearted kid that he got to be in the first movie. He kind of carries all the heavy parts. Yeah. They're growing up. And uh, whereas Zach just gets to be uh, all Chuck all the time. Didn't take me out of it. I, I still liked it, but would have liked to have seen uh, Asher get to be a little bit more, a little less. I need to grow up right now. No, man, you don't. You just, just be, just be who you are. Just be a kid. Yeah. But still, it's pretty cool. And Helen Murren is, is awesome to watch all the time. And you know what? Lucy Lou's okay. <laughs> She's okay. Just okay. Yeah. She was just okay. Overall, movie's good. I think IGN gave it like a, I think they give it a seven out of ten, and and I kind of, yeah, it kind of falls in the same range for me too. Probably a, a seven, seven lightning bolts or something. Out of, out of, out seven of, wizard yeah. staff. <laughs> seven angry wizards. Out of. Speaking <laughs> of the wizard, have you been following what's going on? He actually talked, uh, uh, Jimon Honshu, talking about how he's he feels like he's been grossly. Uh, um, I don't want to say abused, but hmm. uh, he, he made the statement where he's never felt fairly compensated. Really? Yep. Yep. That it's always been a fight for him. And, and he's like, you know, and it is what it is and I'll keep doing what I'm doing, but you know, yeah, you should know. Hmm. I felt like I've never been fairly compensated compared to other actors, especially after uh, what he was an Academy award uh, nominee. Yeah. And it's like, oh, did we just forget all that? Uh, am I just, uh, oh, I'm the go-to guy. And he said, it, he made another comment about like, oh, oh, we, we, we really can't afford to pay you, but we think you'd be so good for this. And of course, as an actor, you make certain choices yeah, based on things you want to do that maybe aren't necessarily financially driven. Yeah. Like, is this going to put me in front of more audiences? Right. Thinking that that's going to lead to more projects and so yeah. on and so forth the wizard gets a very expanded role in fury of the gods. And it is, uh, it's fun. He's great character in this movie. Um, really, really good. Yeah. Now that's the, he, is that the same guy that played, uh, Korath? Yeah. In guardians. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, for one of the few actors that's in both friend, uh, yeah. super franchises, I guess able to cross over. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, uh, crossover franchises, Oh, uh, sure. apparently we've got a date now, a release date for the new Ghostbusters. Oh, apparently it's December 20th, 2023, I believe this year. Yeah. Well, then that tells me that they're way further ahead on that than I thought they were. They've even released a synopsis for it. Do you know what it is? Uh, we can pull it up. I, we can pull that up. Oh, you know yeah. what? I'll pull it up for you. Or you got it. Uh, you got let's it. see here. You got it. Right. So how about that? Uh, hush money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got to get him on something. 
Yeah, yeah, you really do. <laughs> You two had a new uh, record come out this uh, this week. Ooh, it's a, it's like a four disc. It's basically they've, they've gone back through uh, their catalog and they've they've rearranged uh, something like forty or fifty songs uh, in a more stripped down uh, arrangement. It's quite good. Ties in with their uh, uh, the they have a documentary right now on Disney Plus called uh, A Homecoming of Sorts, where uh, uh, it's that they're actually it's Bono and the Edge getting interviewed by uh, David Letterman and uh, interspersed with some musical performances and some, you know, tourist uh, stuff, touristy stuff around Dublin. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Anybody out there got the synopsis for Ghostbusters? <laughs> Don't want to throw it up in the comments? <laughs> Awkward silence. That's okay. That's okay. This we... is where uh, people should call in. That's right. <laughs> Boy, yeah. some chat comments would really help right now. They would. <laughs> We don't put this one on our audio platforms, do we? Yeah, we do. We do? We do. Why not? Throw it out there. <laughs> I can't see there being much replay value in this. Yeah, it's, it's more for fun value. <laughs> I guess so. Hmm. If you don't catch it within the first, you know, day. <laughs> Cannot find Can't it. find anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But, uh, you know what? Essentially, it's a, it's the, uh, the gist of it is uh, the cast of the first one return, as well as Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson. So there was, you had uh, mentioned something about. Yeah, last uh, last week we were talking about Ernie Hudson. And essentially his, uh, Ernie Hudson getting kind of. Not happy with the amount of screen time devoted to Winston Zeddemore. Now that's across the entirety of the franchise. Yes. So is this film potentially course correcting for that? Maybe. Because he's from the money for the firehouse endeavor and. Right, he is the backer of everything. Yeah, and apparently Dan Aykroyd will be still in his Ray's occult books, helping them from there as like the lore guy. The guy in the cave! The guy in the chair! That's amazing! That's yeah. a total superhero reference. Dan Aykroyd gets to be the guy in the chair. I like that. Yeah, I think it'll work. I can see him, like, you know, phone tucked to his shoulder pulling books yeah you know looking for whatever it is that they're looking for that's actually pretty cool and then who knows walks through his door right he's the uh, phone a friend that's right we need to call ray and find out what this thing is and he'll and of course he'll know of course he will oh that's great i like that give me a minute i have a book in the back i do like that and i i liked the younger cast in uh, afterlife i thought they carried the movie quite well yeah so yeah, I, I'm okay. It's a nice passing of the torch. The question is, are we going to get a, cause the, the film is supposed to go back to New York city. So yeah. what reason do the kids have to go to New York? Are we going to introduce a new, new cast? I don't think so. I think it's like Finn Wolfhard and the, yeah. The core okay. guys from okay. the afterlife. But. All right. Well, you think Paul Rudd would come back for it? I think so. Okay. That's good then. So maybe the two kids, mom and boyfriend. Yeah. They're your new Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusting family. Yeah. The Fam Busters. Maybe. I don't know. The Ghost Fam. I, whatever. <laughs> but apparently Evo Shandor has been cast as well. Evo Shandor. What, where do I know that name from? Well, he's, he's the dude that built the uh, the original hotel. He was a Gozer oh, okay, 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 okay. And then he's also the dude that was uh, the Evo Shandor mine. Yeah. In afterlife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're actually going, we're actually going to see a, so we are really leaning into the lore established in the first film. Yeah. Interesting that there's enough there to keep pulling, pulling from. from. Yeah. 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 Nope. Um, with the threat of the, uh, the gateway being now eliminated. Yeah. Do they recover all of the proton packs that were maybe in the mountain? Maybe. Or in the mine, I should say. Well, I don't know. Saves them having to rebuild them. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Either way, I'll be watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie. It's been a thin week for uh, a little bit. Yeah. A thin week for news. And I've been, like I said, I've been so uh, uh, <laughs> this week <laughs> or this last week, last couple of days anyway. So. Where are we at right now? 35 minutes. Hey, that was the original goal time. 35. Yeah. All we want to do is fill uh, half an hour, half an hour, 45 minutes. Just hang out and uh, chit chat. Uh, chit chat. Chit chat. Chit chat. What else is new? 
you know, literally without going into, uh, um, uh, oh my God. And there's so many headlines that come across your, uh, um, your, like say your news feed yesterday. Uh, that's already read that. What else we got? I'm sure I'll have something here in a second. Oh, we got a ton of new uh, uh, Origins and Masterverse releases. I don't Ooh. know if you had a chance to look at some of those. I saw a couple uh, of those today. Yeah, there was some. There was some good ones. Um, some stuff I don't really really care for. It was yeah. like, looked like an Origins, like a glow in the dark uh, the... Skeleton, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah something good so for good. army building. Three, uh, what I assume are Sunman figures that I have no connection to, so it means nothing to me. But uh, Masterverse figures, uh, new uh, uh, new Merman. Which apparently is the old Burman with new armor and sword, which is kind of like what they did with Beastman. Yes, yeah. first release yeah, yeah, yeah. he was just in his little. Uh... And then they did the new Eternia version. Yeah, which, yeah, okay. We get uh, new Faker with uh, a, a a pink, mm-hmm. pink battle harness and purple sword. Um, yeah, new Webstore, which looks heavily inspired. Uh, the stuff that they did with 2000X, where suddenly Webstore was given additional like spider spider legs, they've they've kept that aesthetic. Only now, instead of having the um, the harness, instead of having the battle harness have the grapple hook, the grapple hook is now uh, like an ascension gun. Uh, yeah, in the rifle. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. We get a new. Uh, what we see was an or- looked like an Origins. Uh, flocked moss man yeah with that angry face that that head looks a lot like the 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 mythic legions the lords of power uh beast man Mm. uh more of that kind of gruesome uh, gruesome mark angry but you wouldn't figure moss man was always angry no because he was like all chill in the forest yeah what else we got we got a a clawful coming a clamp champ whiplash and a whiplash Yeah, yeah yeah um for the first time, Whiplash does not look like he's got the big underbite. I mean, he's still got the underbite, but he doesn't look doesn't look like a goofball, like a goon. <laughs> yeah, like he had some previous iterations. I don't know. I like the 2000X version of him. He was chunky. He was the 2000X version tried to. It was a good pairing for sure. Him but they took the again, you know, that big underbite with that goofy block block chin cartoon. Yeah. They they toned that down and tried to make him look a little bit more sinister, fearsome. Yeah. And I think the Masterverse one strikes a balance between the uh, the the fierceness and the the original, the underbite. Yeah, yeah. What else going on? In toy news. Um, guys over at Ramen Toy uh, just made uh, more uh, showed off more of their uh, Happy Halloween uh, uh, project, which is essentially a one twelfth scale uh, Dodge Charger. Uh, for those of you who are into Marvel Legends and were disappointed in the uh, engine of vengeance did it, did it get made i don't did it i don't know yeah i guess it did but i think they're trying to do one at a lower price point um just as a as a i don't want to say they're thumbing their nose at hasbro but it kind of looks that way like oh we can do that for way less but but they are also offering some options Nice. Like if you don't want the Happy Halloween car in black with the flaming wheels, you can opt for it in blaze orange with a certain sticker pack. And uh, as of last night, they just showed off new wheels to match that blaze orange charger. So it it may uh, rise again. It may. It may. (laughs) If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Boss Hog does. (laughs) (laughs) oh man good afternoon duke boys yeah and um earlier this week uh, a friend of ours a friend of mine uh, well you've met him now um our friend from uh uh, yeah uh toy hunting for me and uh showed me that it looks like the first wave of the new playmates three and three quarter star trek figures are hitting uh canadian toys r us so uh watch out for those it looks like uh wave one is what uh picard Riker, and then there's three more that are star trek two uh spock kirk and khan khan yeah. yeah yeah so needless to say uh those ones are coming man coming here <laughs> <laughs> to go in kim's my wife's collection she likes those well yeah i'm a ship guy I need more ships. Where Diamond Select Toys is my enterprise. See? Speaking of where are toys, where is my Johnny Five? 
<laughs> I want my Johnny we Five. We talked about that earlier. Today. We were. We were. Yeah, like, yeah. And there's a franchise that could easily do a reboot without the brown face makeup. Oh, yeah. 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 We don't need to. No, there's enough that. talented folk out there that. Uh, For sure, there are. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we talked about another thing. We I agree with you. Where is the, where are the Johnny Five toys? Is that not marketable in today's oh. what nostalgia sells? Uh, you wouldn't uh, even have to update him for the movie. Just no. use the old one. And That's right. New voice. Yeah. Yeah. So that and that leads me to what we were talking about earlier today. Uh, for those of you out there uh, watching, whether you're watching live or you're, whether you're watching in the uh, replay, it might be time for another round of fantasy cast. Maybe. And if we if we do send us your ideas, uh, whether it's a film or a television series, um, if if you were to reboot a film or a television series, what film or TV series would you reboot? And we'll take a go at it and we'll fantasy cast mm -hmm. that show or or movie and uh, we'll present it on a future episode of uh, Random Family. There we go. That'll be fun. Hmm. Maybe we can get uh, some special guests for that one. Ooh. We did special guests before when we did uh, the Robotech yeah. live action film. Well, we did a special guest too with the Masters of the Universe. We did that as well. <laughs> no special guest for the Back to the Future one, though. No, no. But... And we were treading sacred ground there. So yeah. we don't want any outrage if you know, outrage. directed at us. <laughs> well, man, what do you think? You think we've uh, well, we've, we've run our we've, run the course? We've randomed. I, we have we've random for a while not as uh as uh, filling tonight as i thought we might be but that's okay they're not always going to be jam-packed and uh, like i said I just you know they'll always be packed with goodness we'll do our best we do our best to to show up and make sure that we're here uh here for you guys you know it's uh for the the three or four uh four or five of you that have been watching tonight that's uh it's not lost on us that yeah. uh, there are other things you could be doing so that you've chosen to hang out with us Thank you. Couldn't couldn't thank you enough for that, and we really do appreciate that. As always, I would say uh, uh, if you're if you're inclined, uh, the, these are all the places way over here uh, where you can find us. And there's a couple different ways. I mean, obviously, uh, watching the show is is a heartfelt. That's the best thing you can do for us. We are trying to uh, grow our YouTube channel. So if you are not already watching us on YouTube, I would highly encourage and and would um really appreciate if you guys went over to uh the fandom power podcast on youtube uh like the channel uh, or subscribe to the channel and uh <laughs> and sorry i gotta i have to put this one up i gotta put this one up uh ray says uh wouldn't be anywhere else thank you very much really appreciate that we do appreciate that um and then i always i always ask uh at, at the very least it costs nothing uh you know uh, give a thumbs up to the video throw an emoji uh, if you don't want to leave a comment because you know it's fine you're just not into making comments even an emoji in the comment that tells uh that tells youtube that you are interacting with the video that it, it's worth uh, uh recommending to other people who like the things that you like as we start learning how this algorithm mm -hmm. <laughs> battle the machine <laughs> battle the machine yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And always uh, a couple of ways you can help us out. You can uh, check out our Patreon where we have some options there for you, where you guys can be part of the show. Uh, at the very least, you will get your name uh, as a production credit and you will become part of the family here, part of the production team. We are a team. We don't uh, do this stuff. It's not an individual show here. It is a collective uh, process. And a uh, shout out to, uh, sorry, big, uh, big thanks to uh, Andy here, who has been working diligently and tirelessly did what now? on uh, <laughs> credit where credit is due, sir. Um, the merch shop would not be as overflowing with uh, options if it weren't for you. So uh, over 70 designs in there, many of which you will recognize uh, as heavily inspired by some of your favorite fandoms. I know there's some of our favorite fandoms. And there's some Canadian. Uh, yeah, there's a little Canadiana in there, too, that uh, is kind of I'm actually going to get one of the uh, yeah. uh, one of those cups and and for those of you who go and look you'll know what it is when i when you see it yeah <laughs> yeah so i, I want to uh, give a shout out to jeff yeah jeff, jeff at gnu books jeff at oh, new books new books i always call it gnu but it's new books in uh, oshawa and uh he's always like throwing a little support our that's way true he's he is always always uh mentioning us in his uh almost daily live streams yeah uh, for his uh, for new books for the store and 
free comic book day is coming. It's uh, going to yeah. be here sooner than later. Uh, last year we did a road trip for free comic book day. Um, is that something you guys would want to see again? If we do a, a, a highlights reel from free comic book day, I'm sure we'll be out on the road we'll somewhere. So. Um, at the very least, I know you will definitely be yeah. out because that's like, that's your Christmas. It is. My Christmas. <laughs> that's your Christmas. And uh, it was fun. It was fun to go and hang out with and, and talk to people who knows, maybe we'll do like a, like a, a one-stop permanent setup or something. Maybe we can do something live. Yeah. Maybe. Comic book day. I don't know if, uh, if he's got the internet for it, we can try, maybe we can try and do a live stream on location. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But he's at uh, 1120 Simcoe street North in Oshawa. That's right. Uh, so if you're passing through there, definitely stop in. Yeah. I can't even tell you what the, the other landmarks are there. To... Well, there's a pizza pizza on the other end of the mall. New books, good new books. You can't miss it. Big no. yellow and blue sign. Yeah. Good new brightly books. colored. Yeah. Very brightly colored. Lots of posters in the window of uh, various Marvel and DC properties. Yeah. Comic yeah, yeah. Books and also a very large used bookstore. Books. So, I mean, if you're uh, if you're a fan of literature of all kinds, uh, he's got you pretty Jeff, much covered Jeff in there you with a ton of stuff like action figures, comic books, Funko Pops, your customizable card games, sports cards for the gem collectors. They got stones as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So much to see a bit of that. Well, guys, I think we've uh, pretty much run the course for tonight. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It was a, it was a light, uh, a light, uh, night and it was also a light week in, uh, in pop culture news. Yeah. Although I'm sure we could have. I'm, I'm sure all hell will break loose tomorrow with the new Mandalorian. Tomorrow morning, as we uh, go right back into our Star Wars production schedule with uh, what is rumored to be the shortest episode of the series. What might be the most impactful one? It may be. Uh, I had said a couple of weeks ago when we first heard the title was going to be The Foundling, I had said that, oh, it's going to be a story about Ragnar. Yeah, about the newest the, the, Foundling. The kid from the uh, first episode. Yeah. Uh, there are some other folks out on there's, the internet that have some that. deciding factors. Though, so, here. yeah. And then we found out that, Oh, uh, this is the first episode co-written by Dave Filoni. So it's almost certainly a, a Grogu centric episode. Wow. Well, they did put it in the trailer that we're going to see something did. of they that night. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is this the one where we're going to find out how we get out of the temple? It may well be. It may be. And that could be very divisive. <laughs> depending yeah. uh, who did yeah. it i guess it really depends on uh on mace windu well so that's it i mean everybody has their like their their like sort of in the back of their brain this is who they want it to be yeah. this is what they want to see happen and some people are going to be happy and some, some people, people are going to be disappointed like, yep <laughs> or it could be out of left field and it's somebody we've never met before either way no matter what happens i hope it is a satisfying episode i'm sure there hasn't there hasn't been a uh, uh this season now we're only what th uh three four four episodes, three episodes three episodes in. of uh mando nothing has been unsatisfying if, if not anything even... it's been overly satisfying like sure come to the dark side we have cookies we have cookies <laughs> <laughs> i did tweet john favreau again this week nice. and i i sent him that photo and i said uh was this scene uh, uh particularly uh, done in with that famous star wars meme in mind come to the dark side we have cookies <laughs> yellow biscuits yellow travel biscuits yeah <laughs> all right guys listen um I, I think that's it i'm gonna we'll, we'll wrap it up here yeah let's and uh, that way we can uh, have a good night's sleep and be up bright and early tomorrow to uh, get back into our production schedule so we can drive ourselves nuts this weekend speculating and <laughs> pondering on all of the uh, major lore connections that and I'll, I'll finally get to see if my uh, theory plays out for the bad bad that's right do they have yeah who knows i think they're in for the other shoe uh yep the other yep. shoe's about to yeah they're the time in paradise is gonna be short <laughs> eh, at least you get a little bit yeah, a little reprieve. What's that old saying from the Irish Rovers? May you spend half an hour in heaven before the devil knows you're dead. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. All right, guys. Listen, thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. Uh, if you're uh, uh, in the neighborhood on Sunday, don't forget, we'll be back again. Uh, Sunday, 12 noon Eastern with our show, The Fan Batch, where we will be covering episode number 14, 14 of The Bad Batch. Only three left to go. Yeah. And... The week after is a double drop. So we're all going to be busy that week. Yeah. Um, and then 6 p.m. on Sunday night, we are back with our show, The Fandalorian, where we cover uh, The Mandalorian. So that's going to be episode uh, chapter 20. 20. Chapter 20, The Foundling. 
But until then, guys, uh, that's it for me. Uh, for Phantom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. <laughs>